Welcome to the SpireCast, a bi-weekly podcast from all of us here at Spire Workforce Solutions. We record this podcast bi-weekly from our main office here in Atlanta, Georgia, and we're excited to share stories about the recruiting world, thoughts on leadership, your career, and much more. So like we've said before, there's never a shortage of really great and inspiring stories in the life of a recruiter. So here's another one. One thing we're never short on here at Spire is great recruiting stories. Now, some happen to be a little positive. Some are a little, uh, shall we say, out of the box. Um, But in sharing these, there may be a few tips that one can glean from how to approach a a job search. Um, So, Matt, I have a few that come to mind um, that I think would add value to uh, anyone listening that's looking for a job um, about maybe when they uh, reached out to you to the, the, the life cycle of when they actually landed the job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one that comes to mind was the individual that you placed at one of our clients um, here in Atlanta. And I think she reached out to you or you, you connected with her through a I referral. reached out to her. You yeah. reached out to her. I cold called her. Cold called her at mm-hmm. work and she'd been in her place of employment for many years, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe over a decade in this yeah. instance. Yeah, I think like 15 years. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know, not aggressively looking for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and you reached out to her and w- walk me through that and kind of how she got from that point to the ups and downs of the search and then to finally landing the job. Yeah, um, really like this one because it's a, I think it's a really good story on patience. Um, so I uh, I reached out to her, cold called her, set up a time to chat. I, I had her in mind for an, another opportunity actually. And then once I started really digging deep, understanding her, understanding her background, we both agreed, you know, I was like, Hey, honestly, I, I, this role I reached out to you about, and let me tell you a little bit about the company. Let me tell you about the role. And then we, I was like, but I don't think it's the right one. I think, I think it's kind of a lateral move. Uh, she was looking to move up in her career. She wanted to be a manager. She's ready for it. Um, and this was a little bit of a lateral move. And we both said, you know, I don't, I don't think this is the right one for you. Um, and then, and I was very honest with her. And I said, that's all I've got right now. Like that, you know, based on what you want, our top priorities that we talked about, location, everything, um, just didn't have anything else that really aligned. Um, and you know, what's actually really funny. There was another recruiter going after, um, that was trying to push the same job and it totally turned her off. And she said, you know, Matt, you actually took a very consultative approach with me. I'm going to work with you and you only. And I said, okay, well, just know Shameless it's all, plug. it's all, yeah, <laughs> it's all about timing. Um, and so I would check in with her like every month and I'm like, Hey, I have not forgotten about you. Um, just haven't really found the right role. Um, and then it took almost six months, uh, for us to find the right role. And every time she was like, I've got, I'm keeping the faith, Matt. You, I know you got my uh, best interest in mind. Like I'm good here. Like I'm passive. That's the great thing about it. And you don't have to mm-hmm. make a move to make a move. And, uh, what, what ended up being really crazy about all this is that we placed her with a client and the director of that division that needed a manager had actually worked with her in the past. And, um, my candidate just didn't realize the name because she had gotten married. And so she walks into the interview and there's the director, uh, that she had worked with in the past and was like, this is amazing. I've always wanted to work with her again. And so it was just kind of a crazy like coincidence, but, um, it, it really worked out for the best. And, and, um, I'm glad that she was patient and, and allowed things to kind of 
align because now she's she's there she's a manager she's moved up in her career she's doing a lot of cool projects that she really wanted to work on and uh she's extremely happy so that was that's one of the uh one of those stories that come to mind that um recently that you know puts a smile on my face and a lot of recruiters can probably say the same like those are the types of stories that really keep us going and 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 uh recruiting. Yeah. I mean, I think that when you have someone that trusts you implicitly, and it goes back to what we were talking about on the last episode where, you know, for the recruit, uh, for the candidate, it's very smart and and wise to vet your recruiter. And we always talk about that um, because if they know the market and they, you know, they understand your career path, um, they can be a tremendous value add for you. Prime example of someone not knowing their last name changed, um, not knowing the opportunity even existed. Like Mm -hmm. that introduction would not have been made otherwise. But um, it's important to have that that type of, um, that relationship with you uh, because she trusted you and you acted in her best interest. So, um, you know, I think some other stories come to mind, you know, when it comes to rejection at first, maybe. Um, maybe we tried to get them the job, but they weren't, um, able to tell their story in the best manner. And then after we learned, uh, what they've done more and gone into more detail and built the relationship with them, we were able to, um, you know, and trust with our clients too, our other clients, we'd be able to kind of funnel them in, uh, to the right job. And they, you know, it was just a matter of getting another shot on goal, so to speak. Um, I might be putting you on the spot here, but does anything come to mind where we've had candidates, not get the job the first time with one of our clients, but then we turn around and uh, we're able to find a similar, if not maybe even better position for them with another one of our clients. Yeah. I I mean, there's a lot of times where maybe someone's willing to, um, I guess, be okay with like maybe a longer commute. It checks off all the boxes, but the commute would be a little bit longer um, and they don't get the job and they're, they're very, you know, a lot of times, like sometimes candidates really take it personally. Right. Um, but Hey, if, if it's not the right match, it's not the right match. There's plenty of like good jobs out there and good companies. And again, it's all about keeping that patience. Um, and I had a, a candidate that, um, you know, she got to the very end, thought she had it. And, um, I think the employer might've taken her words out of context and she was beating herself up about it. And I was like, you, you, you've got to, you can't take it personally. Um, there's going to be other ones out there. And then turns out a couple of weeks later, we had another opportunity, very, uh, you know, very much aligned and a way shorter commute. So then it, it checked off that fourth and final box and she got the job. They loved her. Um, so sometimes it's just a matter of um, personality matches too. Yep. Um, and I, I even told her after she got the job, I said, you know, we, you were beating yourself up about that other one. Things happen for a reason. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's probably a good thing that you didn't get that first one. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that, that happens all the time as well. Thank you for listening this week. You can rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, and we'd love to know what you think. You can write us at info at spireworkforcesolutions.com, or you can find us on Instagram at at spireworkforcesolutions. Thanks again. You've been listening to The Spirecast.